And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on guys? Zach here, and welcome to another episode of MLM Rebels. It is bright and early this morning. Uh, it is, what is it, 7 a.m., and I got up at 4.30 this morning. Holy cow. That was uh, probably the earliest I've got up for, gotten up in a long time. I went to a, a men's prayer group this morning that starts at 5.30, um, which is super early, but uh, it's, it was actually really cool. And I'm heading back now, back to the house, and going to spend a little bit of kind of like time alone. I do that every morning, spend some time alone, just kind of recentering myself uh, in some personal prayer, personal silence, um, all that kind of stuff. Eat some breakfast. So that is coming up here on the way or in a few minutes. But I want to spend some time with you guys as I'm driving back and hopefully you haven't noticed over the past few days. So the past one episode of, so the past episode in the podcast and actually uh, two of the live videos that we did. So I did two live videos yesterday and one with Ashley. And um, over the weekend, I was at a conference and I burned my mouth super bad uh, one of the nights on like a, a stupid, like like a thing like a thing that I ate, like it ex- like it sh- exploded and had this really hot like stuff in it, and it like bur- it totally burned my mouth. <laughs> and so it actually hurts to talk a little bit. But um, but I want to spend some time with you guys and and share with you uh, a lesson about having duplication on your team. And this is something that took me a little while to learn. I need gas. Crap. Oh well, should be fine. Um, it took me a little bit. Of, took me a little while to learn. And the reason it took a little while to learn is because this is what I'm going to share with you guys here today is like the opposite of what you and I probably would naturally do in order to, you know, like be a leader. And when you do the thing that's natural, you actually hurt your leadership and you hurt duplication in your team. So you have to do what's unnatural and what is trained. And so I want to talk to you about what that is today. And um, 
And I think you're going to get a lot of value out of this. And if you do, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below. Let me know what you learned and uh, and rate the podcast. Leave a leave a couple of words as a review, and um, we'd be super appreciative. That's how the word gets out on this podcast. And you know, if you're thinking like, oh, I just kind of keep all this information for myself, like that's totally cool, I guess. But you know, number one, like we're called to serve, so like serve someone today. And two is. Um, like the more of your team that is getting the same information that you are, that you are, is is a good thing. Um, and that's actually what I'm going to jump into today, with which is the duplication aspect of things. And of course, if you guys want to learn how to take uh, the, the, the lessons of building a sales funnel or multiple sales funnels that actually work for your network marketing team, go to mlmsalesfunnels.com to request access to join the private group. And you can do that right there, mlmsalesfunnels.com. And I'd be happy to, well, someone would be happy to uh, accept your application into that if you answer those questions and if they're legit. It's a free group to join, mlmsalesfunnels.com. So jumping into the podcast today, um, what I want to talk to you guys about is this whole duplication thing, right? And it's actually pretty simple. But this came to me yesterday when I was on one of the live calls. We were actually doing a live call with our team, or a, a Zoom call, I should say, with part of our team. And it was actually a pretty small call. It was kind of cool because, um, not that we intended it to be small, but because the email that was supposed to like give everyone the link and all this stuff, like we were having some issues with our autoresponder, which um, we have to get sorted out. Uh, so we've had a lot of issues with this this particular autoresponder, and I'm not actually a giant fan because it's quite expensive. And um, anyway, so we're not quite sure even who got the notification that the call would be taking place, but it was pretty small, and that's totally cool. It was actually kind of it was kind of fun because uh, because of the size of it. But on the call, I I I asked. It was just kind of a question in passing, and I said, "Hey." Who heard this particular podcast? And I like asked the podcast, and during a lot of the call, I wasn't actually looking at people because I was like reading them off my notes. But during this part of the call, I, I was, and I said, "Hey, who heard this podcast?" And if I remember right, like only like one or two people raised their hands out of this pretty small, pretty small call. And I was like, "Okay, hey, no big deal." And it really wasn't a big deal. Like we don't, we're not taking notes. I'm not taking attendance. I don't even know who raised their hand. Um, so I'm not taking attendance. I'm not taking notes. I'm not trying to see who, like, who's the best student or anything like that. Like that's not. That wasn't the purpose. I was literally asking so I knew what I should be saying next because if I if everyone had heard it, I don't want to like rehash stuff. And and but like only like one or two people raised their hands and I was like oh, okay so whatever and I just moved on. And then as I'm thinking about that, you know, it's still whatever. It's still not a big deal. But it got me thinking about two different things. The first thing, which really the same, it's the same point, but it's it's all about du- it's all about duplication, right? And if you heard the episode a few episodes ago, which is how to do the work once and get paid forever. You maybe know where I'm going with this. Maybe not. Maybe so. But let's say, you know, really the main reason that you're not going to have duplication on your team is if you're a bottleneck. Okay, that's the main reason that you won't have duplication is if you're the bottleneck and if everybody thinks that you are the secret to success. If people think that you're the key to their wealth that's a problem. And I used to actually think that was a good thing. If people thought that I was, you know, really smart or all-knowing or I had all the answers, I thought that like that meant I was a leader. And that's not the case. That's not the case if you if you are the guy that has all the answers, that might be helpful, but you still shouldn't be giving all the answers. Check this out. Let's say you have five people on your team, okay? And 
all these five people need help with everything. And they and every time they have a question, they come to you and you give them the answer. That's cool, and you could probably handle that. And it might not seem like that big of a deal. And you might even feel special about it. I know, because I did. But what if you have 30 people on your team? And they're all and now they're all doing that. Every time someone has a question, they come to you. They all have your phone number to text whenever they have a question, and literally every single time they have a question, they text you or they call you. What about you have 100 people on your team in the same scenario? Do you see how this could be a problem? We have a twofold problem. Number one, your ability and time to respond limits their effectiveness because every time they have a question, they're going to stop their action. They're going to call you or text you and wait for the response, and they probably won't take action. Maybe a few of them will, but most people won't take action until they get a response from you. And my guess is you get 100 people calling and texting you all the time. You're not going to be able to respond to everyone. I mean, I know you're not. So that's a huge problem from a timing perspective and effectiveness standpoint. What if you have 1,000 people? It's not, it's not even in the realm of possibility now. The second thing is it affects their brain. If they think that they constantly need you to move forward, you don't have a team of independent business owners. You have a team of dependent hobby operators. That is a humongous problem if you want duplication on your team. So you'll literally be teaching people how to be dependent on you if you if you always answer the questions. That's really bad. That's why I don't always... I actually very rarely do I answer questions on our team. I will I will usually help I'll guide them through an answer if I need to, but more importantly I'll point them to a resource. This is what you should be doing. You should be either developing or finding resources that have the answers to the questions that your team has. Because people who desire an answer will find it. And your job as a leader is to give them resources that have the answers, okay? So, uh, for instance, let's say that my team, I have someone on my team that has a question about retention. How do I retain people on my team? I can give them an answer or two, that's fine. But my best job that I can do is point them to, we have a course called Perfect Retention Secrets. Now, I'm not trying to make money off that course, I could care less. I'm trying to get them the answer in a way that my time is not attached. And more importantly, I'm trying to actually get them to find that course by themselves. That's ideal. That's what I really want. Or maybe I have them like go to a particular podcast. It doesn't even have to be mine. I mean, it's better if it is, but if it's not, it doesn't even matter if it's mine. I can point, if I point them to a resource where they can get their answer, then I can duplicate myself. And when their team has a question, they can point them to that same resource. Does that make sense? Now, the way that you find out what resources to have, because that's the next question, is, well, I don't have any resources. Okay, well, if you don't have any, that's fine right now. Use other people's. So you ha- you can use ours. You can use the MLM Rebels resource. You, know, you have all the same access to the same... Every resource that we have, for the most part, we make public. Like, you can use it for yourself. So if you don't have your own, your upline doesn't develop any, or you don't have any, that's fine. Use ours for now. And then over time you can develop your own. Now, if you're on our team, I would highly recommend staying inside of an umbrella for a long time until it makes sense to branch out. There is really, like, it's totally fine to have your own personal brand, and I think you should. But if you have, if there's a team of people, like, until you have, 
like a really big reason to have your own stuff, like your own branded training materials, it's probably it's be- not probably it is better to stay under an umbrella for a while. Okay, I'm not saying that for self-serving purposes. I'm saying that for your purposes, because let's if 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 your credibility is limited, as we're, all of ours is limited, right? But if your credibility is like like you know what I'm saying like more limited, what you don't want to be doing is getting that is is you don't want to be in a place where you're constantly needing to like develop stuff because that's not what makes that's not what gets you free. What gets you free is sponsoring people and having a lot of people on your team on an auto ship. That's what gets you free. And in the beginning, you don't want to be focusing on like like establishing resources for your team when they're already established, right? You want to be focused on getting free, getting out of your job, and creating a huge income, and then focus on the resource stuff. Okay, so. If you're if you're part of an uplines team that has resources, just use those resources until at the very least until you quit your job, maybe past that too, but at the very least until you quit. Um, if you're in a position where you're not on our team, right, and you're on another team and your upline doesn't have resources for you, I'm giving you permission right now to use our resources to train your team. You can use you can do that. You can point them to the to the podcast. You can point them to the different courses that we have available. Most of the courses that we have available are extremely affordable. I mean, we're talking like you know seven dollars to a hundred dollars, right? And it covers an entire topic from front to back. So you can use that. Now, how do you know what to actually point your team to? Well, that brings me to the very first thing that I brought up in this in this episode, which is you have to immerse yourself in whatever resources that you are promoting. So let's just, I'm gonna give you an example that let's say you're, your upline has a bunch of resources available. You want to immerse yourself in your upline's resources, okay? Get yourself totally immersed in those so that you know exactly what you can give as an answer. So when your team asks you a question, you don't have to sit there and think about it for 500 years. You don't have to say, oh, I don't know, or oh, let me make an answer up. You can say, hey, they say, hey, I have a question on um, talking to my warm market, right? Hey, okay, perfect. What, what, like, particularly, what are you trying to ask? Oh, I'm actually trying to ask, like, if I have, like, a, kind of a distant B list person, how do I bring up the business to them? Okay, boom. Here's a podcast episode. Here's a training audio. Here's a course about that exact topic. And the reason I know that is because I've listened to all these. I've taken all these courses, right? If you are utilizing, you know, MLM Rebels, our resources, right? You want to you get into them as far as you can, really understand what they say. What are we talking about in these different resources, in these different talks, in these different audios, in these different um, videos, in these different courses, modules, etc., right? Well, the way I would do it, the way I used to do it, and I actually still do, is I would listen to a training audio. This was taught to me by my uh, old upline. I would listen to a training audio like literally six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. And I would literally almost memorize the thing. Not because someone was going to quiz me, but because I wanted to know everything that was on that audio. Because when someone said something and they asked me a question, I said, oh, boom, I got an audio for that. I got a podcast for that. I got a training course for that. And I knew it was on there like probably better than the guy that said it or the girl that said it. Like, because I listened to it so many times, I immersed myself. And so that's what made me think about it. When I when I asked the question, hey, who, who heard this podcast? And only a couple people raised their hands. Those people are at a huge 
advantage because when their team asks them a question, they they right there can say, oh, I know when this has been talked about. Here, Mr. Downline, listen to this podcast episode. It'll answer your question. And now, instead of people seeking out that particular upline, they're going to seek out resources. Resources are duplicatable. You are not. I am not. I, me as a person, am not duplicatable. So the only way to get duplication is to train people in a duplicatable format, which is by pointing people to resources and then training those people how to do the same thing. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. Hopefully it does. Um, I am getting close to running out of gas. (laughs) And I think I know where I'm getting off on this highway, but I'm not 100% sure. So uh, with all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and let you guys go. But it's been a fun time hanging with you guys today. Obviously, this is a pretty short and to the point episode, but I think it's going to be really valuable for you if you implement this. I would highly recommend implementing this, even as your team is small, because you want to get in this habit for when your team grows. Trust me, trust me, trust me. There will be a time, if you keep taking consistent action with an effective method, there will be a time when your team explodes. And when that happens, when it starts to grow really fast, you don't want to be scrambling. You don't want to be like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I don't know how to train my team. I can't support these people. And one of two things is going to happen. You'll either be ready or you're going to be scrambling and you're going to be trying to catch up all the time, taking millions of phone calls, taking millions of text messages and not sure what to do. And then your sponsoring will drop because all of your focus will be on supporting your team, which is not where it should be. It should be on sponsoring. And then you're going to have a problem. So anyway, Put this, in your, put this in your team now when it's small. It's at the smallest it ever will be, no matter how big your team is right now. And get this in place now. Well, anyway, it was amazing spending time with all of you today. And um, appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thank mm-hmm. you.